Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman, with my producer, Ballad, in tonight. You are, you are listening to our podcast, where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful and delicious Strangeland Brewery. Prepare for every, any, and all occasions. That's absolutely right. Today is Tuesday, June 26th, coming to you from the beautiful Austin, Texas, and Casa de Ballad. Thanks for hosting us here, bud. It's a pleasure to host the podcast. We're a little short. We got a couple guys missing. Not you know sure. what? Don't don't start with the short jokes, okay? You know, we just started the podcast. I don't know why it's got to be like that. I'm here for you today. <laughs> totally unintentional. I apologize. I totally apologize. Uh, we got some good stuff sure. planned for you. Uh, we got some baseball recap. Got a guest call in. A uh, good buddy of ours, Tyler King. Stick around for that. Uh, the King. If you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow us. Subscribe to us. Give us some five-star reviews and let us know how we're doing. Share us out with your friends. This is our pro show. Uh, as I mentioned, we'll get caught up on baseball. We got a couple other topics to get into. Uh, oh, we're not totally uh, alone. We got Domingo the Flamingo, our mascot. Domingo Flamingo, always here on time. He's usually here before I get here. He's here before I'm here every time. Oh, and Lana is here too. She's still alive. Yeah. I saw her breathing over there. Yeah, she is. Uh, she, she's alive for now. <laughs> uh, uh, our sponsors from day one, Strangeland Brewery. Uh, big shout out to them. We're drinking the pills tonight. Uh, and there's some big news coming from the brewery. And I just found out some other inside information that Ooh. I don't know if I can tell you because I may have to kill you. Okay, well, don't don't uh, don't kill me. But let let the people die. let the people know uh, what what's going on out there with uh, the guys Tim and Adam. They are just killing it out there. They've got beers now being shipped all around Texas. So go to your grocery store, buy it where you can. Uh, they also uh, disclosed to us last week they're going to be releasing a new beer every month. Uh, next month, it is the Peach Berlin Wise, which I'm sure I'm saying wrong, but it'll be there. It's uh, it's it's going to start with Peach, so if, if you're looking for it, just look for that. And I've heard it's similar to the Goza. I talked to a guy who does work with Strangeland from time to time, does catering and stuff out there. He demos beers at Specs, Twin Liquors, places like that. Um, he said it's going to be similar to the margarita goza, a little sour with the peach flavor. So it's I'm going to be similar in that it is delicious. I can't wait. That's a guarantee. Um, and you'll just have to stick around because I did hear what the uh, next month is going to be as well. I just said that. No, the one after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I told you I got some inside information, brother. 
Doc, you think you have inside information. <laughs> I know what the next two months beers are. Oh, okay. Well, it's fancy. Why don't you tell Poo. us? No? no, I can't. It's a secret information. Uh, and then our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. Go out, check them out. Uh, it's hot. Water's cold. Uh, go have a good time. Camp. Float. This weekend, we got Jake Worthington. He was a uh, runner-up on The Voice Season 2, I want to say. But uh, Jake's a uh, two classic country guy. Uh, very old-sounding voice for a 22, 23-year-old kid. So go check out Jake. Come float with us, and uh, we'll have a good time. Party. Drink some Strangelands. Follow the brewery at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX, and you can find out all the information www.mountainbreezecamp.com uh, Let's go ahead and get this thing started. As I mentioned, we are missing a few people. And I love that you just left in show business uh, everyone here with a question mark. Yeah, because yeah. there's always somebody missing. And, and I might have to change it to who's not here. Yeah, you know, yeah, right, pretty much. Right now, it assumes that there could be a chance that everyone's here, which, which hasn't happened in, what, Years? I don't even know how long we've been doing this. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. Chat. We never know where Chad's at, but um, we know Coach is over in España, uh, just just living his best life over there, vacationing with uh, his girlfriend. Or no, wait, not girlfriend, uh, because Coach has a Mrs. Coach now. They are She's engaged. Coach got yes. engaged today. That's right, everybody. Congratulations to Coach. Breaking news. Breaking news. Congratulations to Coach and Emily. Uh, happy for you guys. So Coach is, uh, that's the reason he's not here. We don't know about Chad, but Coach will be back next week. And the same can't really be said for Chad because we don't know. No, we, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know if Chad will ever come back. But um, I saw that the, uh, so we got a text early this morning that they that he had popped the question and uh, that she had said yes, even Mrs. Though, coach said Mrs. Yes. Coach had said yes, even though you bet me twenty bucks that she would say no, which I thought was really bad form, but really bad way to win a bet. I did not make that bet with you. Yeah, we'll have to check the tape. Check the tape. I did not make that bet because uh, we didn't they, talk about it on the show. Yeah, it's we, been a hard secret to hold because we've known about this for a couple of months now. Yeah, but um, I I was on you know Facebook all uh, throughout the day as I usually do, and I I didn't see that they had announced it on Facebook. So I thought that we might get to break the news via our podcast Facebook account, which I'm sure would have drove in Emily, the new Mrs. Coach, just off the wall bonkers if we would have done that, which <laughs> I would have been fine with. I, they got, I held it in for as long as I could. I don't think I could have held it in any much longer. It was tough. It was a tough secret to keep. So Emily, Coach, you're welcome. We kept it. She's uh, my wife. Glad everything worked out for you, Coach, and uh, we look forward to having you back. Uh, but it is baseball season. We're watching a game right now. We got a show bet on. Uh, but we do have a baseball expert coming in tonight uh, with an interview we did. Really good stuff coming up with Tyler. Uh, but we uh, we got the over in the Arizona and Miami Marlins game. I wanted to take the under here, Ballad. I, I, I was worried about this. Miami's not very good. No, it's pretty terrible. Uh, and Arizona's leading their division. They have one of the best records in the NL, but uh, so far everything's looking decent. Uh, Arizona just scored again. Uh, it's four to one, and we're what top five? So like that we're over halfway through the game, but we're over half our way there to winning this uh, this little wager of ours. Um, I'll tell you why I wanted to take the over because last weekend I went to a bachelor party in Denver. 
And right. we actually went to a Rockies game. Um, so tell me about that experience, because I've heard Mile High up there is, is uh, always kind of interesting. It's pretty awesome. Well, first off, our Airbnb was literally like spitting distance to the stadium. Damn, that's pretty badass. Like it was close enough that at one point I was cold. I went over to our Airbnb to get a jacket and I was able to come back in like less than 10 minutes. Didn't even miss half an inning. Didn't, didn't even miss half an inning. But what it ha- the, the thing that was shitty about this whole experience was that we bought tickets, walked in, and they called a rain delay the second we walked in. And we had timed this to where like my plane is leaving in like two and a half hours. <laughs> so uh, we were just in the stadium kind of walking around, moseying around, checking out, which is awesome. The The, the stadium is really cool. I've heard good things about it. Uh, but I really only got to watch like an inning of baseball because the because I had to I had to come back here and do this show. Oh, um, fair enough. Well, I appreciate you coming back. But the thing that was frustrating is that we looked at me and uh, my boy Deco that we had been betting on soccer all weekend and because we were up early enough to see soccer games. That's if it tells you anything about how my weekend went. <clears throat> but... Were you just up from the night before? Like, didn't go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I figured. That's how it was. So, we decided, you know what? Let's bet the under in this baseball game. It was like 11 was the total. It's a big number. Marlins, so- Rockies. I looked it up. Two terrible baseball teams. Yeah. I was like, these guys, there's no way they're going to find 11 runs. By the time I had left the stadium in, like, the second inning, it was already, like, 5-1. to one. <laughs> And it, and then I had to watch the rest of the baseball game from the airport and just watch my bet go down the tube, which brought me to my assumption, which is what I'm going to be riding with for a while, that if you got two bad baseball teams playing against each other, bet the over because they both have bad pitching and both have bad outfielders, which is going to result in more people getting hits. You might not, might not have good hitters, but if you've got bad pitching and bad uh, defense, that maybe you find your way across the the home plate. What your thoughts? Uh, it's a bold move. That's a bold move. We'll have to ask Tyler about it. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. If betting on baseball is tough, especially in Denver because the ball carries a little bit better. That thin air. Yeah, that we we didn't take that into account. Uh, um, well, that was a rookie mistake. I, I'll tell you another goofy thing that the the Denver Rockies do. So. You know when they have a rain delay, they they um they cover up the, yeah, you the tarp, infield, tarp the field, which totally makes sense. I get it. You don't want to get it wet, but so they so the rain delay passes and they're starting to take the tarp off and get the field ready to play. They do this dumb thing where they just they fold it over and they let all the water out in the in, in the outfield. Like you've got to find a different place to put that water. Like if I'm playing on a left field. It's just completely soaked. <laughs> like there's water everywhere. And then they do another dumb thing where they they did all this hard work to keep the to keep the the dirt dry. And then right before the game, they water, water the it. dirt. Like what's the point? Why wouldn't you just save some water, let the rain do its work? I, I didn't understand that at all. You don't want it to get muddy. You don't want it to get bad. If it, if it was a really bad rainstorm, you don't want it to get too muddy. You want it just a little wet on top. What well, was crazy? Was a guy in a riding, it wasn't a lawnmower, but a riding cart went around and sweeped it and did a great job. I was, I was very impressed with his sweeping job. Like he hit the curves. He had a pattern. It was, it was not his first time. And then what do they do? They just come over and walk all over it and run water on it. Like, why do you, why not sweep second, you know, water and then sweep? I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a really good question. I'm not a, a greenskeeper or a uh, maintenance man. 
See, I, I don't really watch a lot of baseball, but I think I've got ideas for these guys. I've got ideas for these baseball, uh, these baseball people, and how to how to make their game more enjoyable, and how to speed up their field maintenance process. Because well, what I saw was just atrocious. We got a lot of time to talk about baseball, and we'll definitely get into your takes on that later on throughout the summer. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and uh, and get into this uh, this call in we have with Tyler? Let's do it. All right, welcoming on to the Sports Buzz, a uh, good buddy of ours from college, Tyler King. Uh, welcome on to the show, man. How you doing? Doing great, man. How you doing, Spence? Uh, we're doing excellent here, man. It's a little warm here in, in Austin, but uh, we're, we're doing. Daly, you didn't tell me there was a king coming on the show this week. I would have I would have done something. I would have got a trumpet out or you know, <laughs> some, some sort of introduction. <laughs> So to give uh, to give a little intro to Tyler, uh, he he played baseball, pitched for Texas State for how many years did you pitch for them? I was there uh, for a year with them, but uh, you know I, I came from junior college and, and then came to Texas State and then ended up finishing my career uh, at Texas Wesleyan in Fort Worth. So right on, man. What are you what are you doing in, in baseball these days? Are you still playing or what? I did want to touch on that too. Uh, I, I saw a picture of some big ass championship rings that you had. Tell us a little bit about that. Man, uh, I, I started working with a group here in Dallas Fort Worth organization called uh, Cal- Collin County Baseball Academy. And um, I took over their, their 14 and under team this summer. And man, we've, we've really come on and played some really good baseball over the past couple of weekends. We ended up winning the, triple sa uh state tournament <clears throat> and then this past weekend we won another uh showcase tournament here in dallas fort worth so man we've just been playing some good baseball lately and it's you know it's it's cool to see the kids finally you know enjoying some success yeah man that's awesome i, I i'm kind of jealous of the rings i want one for myself honestly you gotta earn that shit dale <laughs> you, they don't give those out you gotta earn them Hell yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Um, but let's go ahead and, uh, and talk some baseball, man. Uh, we'll start in the American League. I know you're a Red Sox fan. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's start in the AL East. Tell us how that's been going. The Yankees have been on fire, but uh, the Red Sox are right there uh, right there with them. Yeah, I mean, the, the power structure in the AL East is, is uh, you know, you've got the Yankees and the Red Sox that are, you know, both kind of duking it out. And I think that whoever wins up winning that division – um, the other team will end up getting the wild card, and but man, I mean, they're it's the Yankees are a, a very young, hot team with you know very good arms, um, and everybody knows about their two big bats, and you know they've got Gary Sanchez is tearing it up. I mean, they're just they're a solid team, and you know I think everybody kind of knows what what the Red Sox have been doing this year as well. So it'll it'll be uh, interesting how things shake out after the All Star break. Oh yeah, Mookie Betts is absolutely tearing it up for the Sox, but 
Uh, going back to the Yankees real quick, do you see in some way, shape, or form uh, Bryce Harper somehow ending up in New York and giving them you know four or five just absolutely explosive bats out there? Yes, I do. Uh, they're they're probably one of the only teams that could afford him. It, it, you know, because I mean, it, I think Bryce is is trying to get one of those you know ten year supermax deals, and uh, I mean the Yankees are known for paying for their players. Oh yeah. So that, is that a very realistic uh, realistic situation? Yeah, I would I would think so. That's a that's a terrifying possibility, no, I mean, but uh, it, it yeah, would, it would shake up uh, a bunch of things. I mean the. Absolutely not. Um, okay, well, let's talk about, uh, you know, hometown stuff. Let's talk about the Astros. Let's talk about the Rangers. Let's go to the uh, to the West. You don't have to talk about the Rangers. Yeah, it's, maybe, it's maybe no leave deal. the Rangers off, but let, let's talk about <laughs> what the Astros are doing uh, again this sure. year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what what they've what they did last year and what they're what, what they've started out doing this year um, is is I mean they they've just built up. You know, a couple of years. Nobody, everybody forgets that five years, four or five years ago, they were dead last. You know, they, they stacked a couple of good uh, draft classes together and uh, built up their their farm system, and then made a couple of good acquisitions at the right time. And and I mean, now you now you uh, you see what they have on the field and going out and getting Jarrett Cole over the off season. Huge uh, to, to add to bolster their their starting pitching lineup. I mean, that's a murderer's row. What they've got is a starting pitching. You know, from Keuchel to Verlander to Cole to McCullers. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of nice when when your your weak link on the uh, the starting staff is is a uh, former Cy Young winner in Dallas Keuchel. Right. Yeah. I mean that. If, if that's your number four guy going into every series, I, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about our chances. Absolutely. You know who's interesting in the West is uh, the team that's three three and a half games behind the Seattle Mariners. They feel like they just kind of came out of nowhere, or have I just not Man, been paying attention? That's that's a very interesting story as well. You know, um, they I I thought whenever they kind of got rid of a lot of their pitching staff over the past couple there's a lot of their farm guys that were good you know pitchers um coming up in the system that it would be kind of tough for them you know over the next couple of years but they've they've found a way to scratch and claw and i mean they're just a scrappy ball club quietly just you know winning ball games nobody's even really paying attention all right well let's we're going to transition over to uh the national league we got a show bet tonight uh with the diamondbacks marlins i know the marlins aren't very good but uh diamondbacks are leading the division former texas state alum paul goldschmidt we got over an eight uh of eight runs we took the over here tonight tell us what you like about the diamondbacks this year <laughs> i mean obviously you know goldschmidt has been a staple of their franchise for uh, four or five years now, six years, and he just—it seems like he continues to get better and better. He went through a little bit of a, a lull there at the beginning of the season, but I think he probably had the best June out of any uh, any ball player in the league, right? You know, over the past month, and um, you know, <laughs> he's going to be very key to their playoff chances, and it'll be interesting to see if they can you know, pushes for any guys over the trade, you know, over the, before the trade deadline, 
I've heard, you know, I've heard some stuff that they might be going after, you know, Manny Machado or something like that to solidify solidify the left side of their infield. So if they, if something like that happens, man, they're they're a scary team. Yeah, that that'd be a big time move. They definitely need to do something just to uh, solidify. They are in the same uh, division with the Dodgers. Uh, tell me what you think or what you've seen from the Dodgers this year. They're not. They're not playing the way they were last year. Kershaw's been in and out uh, of injuries, but uh, what do you see from the Dodgers? Is there any way they get back to uh, what they were playing last year, back to another World Series? Well, if you if you pay attention, you know, over the past couple of years with the Dodgers, they've kind of been an up and down first half team, um, and then for whatever reason, the second half rolls around and they they'll go on, you know, these twenty five and you know, 2060 a game winning streaks uh, and just really start playing good baseball after the all-star break. So uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting how they shake out. They do look like they're kind of in a little bit of a lull right now. Um, and, you know, Kershaw not, not being healthy is a, is a big factor in that because I mean, he's, he's the best pitcher in the league over the past 10 years. Um, and whenever, whenever that guy's kind of ailing it, it can definitely, uh, change some things, you know, from the way you way you want to normally want to want to play the game. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if they keep that that trend that they've had over the past couple of years of turning it on after the All Star break. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. So uh, Tyler and anyone who listens to this show knows that we like to make over under bets on baseball games and. We are hoping that you could help us make a little bit of money here tonight by by walking us through a little bit of this debate that Spencer, ah, Dale, and I were having uh, in our text group. Uh, we were talking about if two bad teams are playing each other, is that good for runs or bad for runs? I think a lot of that has to do with the pitching matchups, brother. And and that's what we had, had thought as well, except that I don't I don't know anything about the pitchers in either <laughs> of these crappy teams. But my my thought was that if you're a bad team, you probably play bad defense, so more runs are going to get scored. So bet the over, right? Uh, typically, you would think that, but here's the thing: pitching and defense has always won championships, and and uh, is always going to be. The, the two main things that are going to drive winning baseball. And so <clears throat> the game is set up for hitters to fail. You know, you're, you're a, if you can have a career 300 batting average in the big leagues, you're a hall of famer. Um, so for sure. as far as the failure rate of, of you, <clears throat> there's no, there is no other failure rate in professional sports that even comes close to, you know, you failing 70% of the time and being considered, you know, one of the best. Um, so it's, it's hard to bank on runs in that kind of a situation. Uh, like I said, I think a lot of it comes down to the pitching matchups uh, of the of the day and um, ballpark, the, the different kind of ballparks that they're playing in, whether it's a hitter's park or a pitcher's park. Um, you know, things things like that kind of kind of come into play. You can also <laughs> look at the way that they've maybe played the past five or six games as far as run output, and, and kind of use that into your into your determining factors. But uh, 
and it's it's you can't always just go based off of uh, you know they're a bad team, so they're going to score a lot. They're going to be a lot of runs scored. Um, that game doesn't always work out like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're we're finding that out the hard way. Yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> well, hey man, we're almost to the All Star break, and there's only three fifty win teams. You got the Astros, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. Uh, going forward for the rest of this half year, who do you like? At least uh, give me one pick who you like out of the AL one pick you like out of the NL. Um, I mean, obviously you're a Red Sox guy. Do you think they can, they can pull it off and uh, make a, make a run this year? So you said you want me to pick a team from each division? Yeah, man. I want to hear what you think. I want to, I want you to give us some picks. Well, uh, if, if, if you want me to go based off of what I've seen so far this year, I'm I'm gonna go with my Red Sox taking the AL. They're gonna win the AL East and and win. Um, they're gonna beat the beat the Yankees in the ALCS. Uh, and I think that man. Yeah, the NL's tough, man. The NL is real tough. As far as, far as the National League is concerned. I'm I'm kind of in a toss up between Arizona and, and, and Atlanta. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean the NL is so I, tough right now. My, my gut's telling me that I want to go with Atlanta because I really think that they are going to make a, a splash at the trade deadline and and try to make a run for another you know another championship. I like that a lot, man. I like that. So that's 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 my my cold predictions right there. I'm going to say the D-backs beat. Uh, the Braves in the NLCS, and I'm gonna say the Red Sox beat the Yankees in the ALCS. Okay, so you got you got uh Arizona and Boston in your in your World Series, huh? Yes, sir. Perfect. Well, we'll definitely get you back. That'd be on. great for ratings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll yeah, definitely exactly. gotta, gotta have a, a, a East and a West out there. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll definitely get you back on soon. Uh, later on in the year once playoffs start coming around. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, definitely. I, I always enjoy it, and I appreciate you guys having me. Hell yeah, dude. We'll get you back on soon. Have a good one, all right? Later. All right, buddy. You too. Later, man. So it's just me, trust me Something in the air just above me Something like a dream state You call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby? Do you feel the vibes? Alright, welcome back to the Sports Buzz And thanks again to our uh, good friend Tyler King Calling talking some baseball some Really good takes there I wish you would have given us some better betting advice uh, I wish you would have given us any bidding advice, but that's—I uh, guess—that's not what he does. But we will—we'll uh, have him back on the show. He was uh, fun to talk to. Yeah, yeah, definitely knows his baseball, so we'll—we'll uh, we'll have him keep us up to date and informed. Uh, we got all kinds of uh, random crap that we're about to talk about here. Just whatever stories are going on. We're—we're we're in that time of year, Ballad, where there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, and the uh, best story right now is that our show bet is looking good. We are at the bottom of the fifth. We've got five innings and need four more to win. I'm feeling uh, feeling pretty good about. I'm this. feeling okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm feeling good because that'll kiss a death. It. 
Uh, but I'm feeling all right. Appreciate that, Spencer. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Oh, yeah, drink for that, bud. Uh, I'll drink for that. Uh, hey, what's the name of the pitcher? Uh, his name... I, I'm not really good with names. You know that. I, I'm not good with names. <laughs> uh, let's get into the ESPN body issue. Everyone's yeah. favorite uh, magazine to get. Do they do... Does ESPN print a magazine anymore? I think so. I think they have a weekly magazine. It's just like... Or monthly. It's purely dentists and veterinarians to get that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's at every doctor's office ever. Yeah. Uh, same with Sports Illustrated. They're still out there. Uh, we'll run through the list and uh, maybe get some some takes on what you think of, of the athletes in here. I uh, think that is dangerous. I don't, I don't know how we would do that without totally saying something way off base oh then i want to definitely do it so we'll start with number one on the list uh saquon barkley uh newly drafted second overall to the new york giants um he's got like a 12 pack this is absurd uh, i just want to say that this is definitely lowering his fantasy draft st- draft stack for me draft draft stock stock there you for go me. uh saquon you're a rookie you know, why don't you focus on the task at hand, learn the playbook, and getting better at football versus posing for ESPN body issue? I don't like this at all. Uh, he's ripped up, though, and uh, that makes me think I'm going to take him number one overall. Hmm. Uh, and now, um, from what I heard, this is the first time that an openly gay couple has been featured, I think, on the cover. Uh, Sue Bird, uh, very famous WNBA basketball player, and Megan Rapino, USA soccer player. Uh, they look very happy. They both have great bodies. What do you? What is your take on this? Saying these two can make babies, they'd be super athletic. But that's not uh, how baby making works. That is not how baby making works. But uh, two professional athletes, very skilled. Um, next, I don't know who Tori Bowie is. I'm assuming she's a runner because she is holding a baton. I bet she's fast. I bet she's really fast. I have no idea who Lauren Chamberlain is. Uh, assuming she plays softball. I assume she plays softball as well, and I assume that she's good at it since she is featured in this magazine. She's uh, she's a bigger girl, but uh, definitely could whoop my ass. Yeah, she's pretty tall. Uh, where are we going next? Jesse Diggins. Yeah, I'm she, digging that. Yeah, I'm digging that for sure. Uh, she was in. The, I just like the scenery in the background. Like if I was, you know, if if I was gonna have my picture taken nude. I'd want it in the coldest place possible because then <laughs> because when you know you've got that issue going on, you can say, "Hey guys." It's cold out here. You it's know, really it's, cold. It's not me. It's the cold. Uh, Jesse Diggins, I want to say, is like 19 years old. She was in the uh, world uh, in the Olympics in Korea, mm. and I want to say she won a gold medal. She's a badass skier. Wow! And she looks fantastic. ESPN uh, really toting the line there at 19. If that is the case, uh, yeah. Yeah, you just need to be 18. It's fine. Well, I understand. I understand how it works. Okay. Oh, do you understand the industry? I do understand the industry. Uh, next, I don't know who Crystal Dunn is, but I guess she plays soccer because mm. she looks like she just kicked something. I'm going to say MMA fighter because she looks like she just kicked something. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, like That's that? a good guess. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Uh, the next one is interesting because it's Charlotte Flair, and I'm going to assume that that is Ric Flair's daughter because she is at a wrestling ring with uh, some... Almost knee-high leather boots on with no clothes. Uh, I just can't believe she's not married yet. You know, still has her original last name. She might be married. Maybe she just didn't take the last name. Maybe. Right, that'd be very progressive. I don't know. But if she wants to get married, I'm here for her. Because she is not a bad-looking woman. Um, Zlatan. Zlatan Ibrahimovic has a lot of tattoos. 
Yeah, he spent all of his money on tattoos, which is why he has to pose nude now, I can only assume. But he still plays soccer for the uh, LA Galaxy. Does he? Yeah. He couldn't, you know, so much time uh, getting getting uh, tattoos, couldn't, couldn't find his way into a World Cup, I bet. Uh, he was, he's just too old. That's really what it came down to. He could too still, old for tattoos, you know? He could still play. Should have thought about that before he got all those tattoos. Yeah, he's got tats all the way to the ass. Like, that's commitment. Nobody even sees those. Yeah, well, we see them right we now. We see them right now. You know, if by the way, if I did have ass tattoos, I'd be I'd be trying to find any side of uh, situation where I could show them off. <laughs> yeah. So this is the, the perfect reason for this. Oh yeah, to be that's why he got them. He got them because they asked him to do uh, do the body issue. Uh, now this next one we were talking about in the in the baseball interview was Dallas Keuchel not having a great year. I'm not sure if this is a, a power move to try and get back to where he was, or if this is going to hurt him. But Dallas Keuchel is in the body issue. So this totally supports my theory that Saquon Barkley is going to be a bust this year. Dallas Keuchel, because they, they probably shot these pictures way before baseball season, probably in the, the preseason, and he was so focused on having a good photo shoot that he didn't do enough practice, and now he's shit in the bed, apparently. He so not, he's not watch out, well. Saquon Barkley owners. That's going to be, uh, you heard it here first, Saquon Barkley bust. He has not been playing well this year. Uh, now, this next one's kind of gross, uh, because Greg Norman is, like, 70 years old. I really thought this was going to be your favorite. I mean, it is it is golf. Uh, it's it's kind of gross. Is Greg Norman a golf player? Yes. His nickname was The Shark. Hmm. Um, he has his own clothing company, Greg Norman. He's not wearing any of his clothes. <laughs> He's wearing his hat. Um... Dude, if I look like this when I'm oh, how old he is? He's like 70 or 75 years old. And yeah. then I would have grown like three feet in the la- in my later years, which doesn't really make a ton of sense. But um, Yeah, he's a big guy. And he's pretty ripped up still for his age. It's, yeah. it's impressive, honestly. Do you think they had to shut down like the entire golf course to take this photo shoot? Or do you think they just took one hole and shut it down? Because that'd be really funny if you had somehow <laughs> got on your like through your tee times and they had forgot you were out there. And you just pulled up, and Greg Norman was butt naked getting his picture taken yeah. at the 100-yard mark. Do you go and ask for an autograph? Um, I mean, he doesn't have a pen on him. You know, we'll, we'll, well, if you had a... I mean, you obviously have a pencil in your golf cart. Yeah. Haven't signed your scorecard. That'd be kind of awkward. It'd be a little bit awkward. Just don't make eye contact? I mean, I'd rather make eye contact than... Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, don't make eye contact with, with the uh, open genitalia. With the eye. With the eye. <laughs> don't make eye contact. Exactly. Uh, by the way, this this is my favorite picture. <laughs> this is pretty good. Yasel Puig holding a, a a tray of peanuts over his nuts and throwing them in the air is amazing. <laughs> it's pretty solid. Uh, the peanut tray covering the uh, the the genitalia. Yeah, that's uh, pretty solid. When I when I when I first looked at these, I was like, this is definitely my favorite one. Yeah, it's of a dude. And then uh, we got yeah, then we got Jerry Rice, another guy. There's a lot of guys in this this year's edition. ESPN really uh, pandering to their female audience yeah. that they don't have. Yeah, clearly. Uh Jerry Rice says he can still play in the NFL. Um with a bot with a with a, a bod like that. With a bod like that. He's definitely got the dad bod going. He is definitely not as cut up as some of these other guys. Uh and then we move on to another guy. Adam Rip- Rippin. Rippon. Rippon? Rippon? I don't know. He was in the Olympics, uh, figure skater. Uh, I don't really know what to say about this one. Well, this guy did it right. He went to a cold environment to get his picture taken. 
didn't want to have you know had want to have that back that back pocket excuse. Uh, smart guy. Uh, Brianna Stewart. I can only assume she's a basketball player because yep. she's holding a basketball. She's very good. She's a really good basketball player. Yeah, she looks very tall. Um, what is next? Last, Carl last but not least, uh, big, big Cat. K-A-T. Carl Anthony Towns uh, just broke the backboard in this picture and uh, just walking around naked, you know? Do you think he broke the backboard while he was naked? I can only hope. I, but then he would land on glass, and that would hurt. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not wearing any shoes in this picture, so you got to be careful with with glass flying around open body, especially around the the waist crotchal area. You don't want glass cutting that thing up. No, no, you don't. It's gonna be a bad day for you, real bad day. And um, yeah, that was us looking at the ESPN body. Well, issue. my favorite part about the body issue is the uh, is the people who aren't featured, the ones who just do like the. Uh, the body paint, big fan of the body paint. Mm. Oh no, that's Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Never mind. Yeah, totally, you're, thinking, you're thinking of a totally different. Totally uh, forget magazine. about what I just said. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Yeah, well, of course. We'll do the same thing when that when that, uh, yeah, when that article comes out. Definitely. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we got Travelers recap. Let's talk about the Travelers. Yeah, and about how uh, Paul Casey just absolutely choked it away. Um, your boy Jason Day. Finished strong, chipped out on 18, and, uh, you know, went a little late shit, even though he wasn't going to win the tournament. Threw the club, chunked a golf ball into the crowd. It was impressive. I hear hear passion from my boy Day. He was having fun. He was having fun, even though he wasn't going to win. Yeah, Paul Casey definitely choked this thing away. He had a a big-time lead. And, uh, you know, one one of the least liked guys on tour, Bubba Watson, gets him another win. And, good for Bubba. And that was a Travelers recap. There we go. I don't want to talk about Bubba. So, um, got some basketball stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll speculate on where LeBron's going, but uh, the basketball awards were last night. Uh, James Harden wins MVP, so good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you, James Harden. How do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, I thought it was deserving. I did. Uh, but Kevin Durant's played, played on the same team with uh, the last three MVP winners. Hmm. Um, now, if they all would have stayed in OKC, that'd be three MVPs on one team. Yeah, well, so there's that. Uh, they weren't smart enough to keep that together. So there's that. Um, well, they didn't have the money either, but I think it's atrocious that LeBron doesn't win the MVP every year, and especially this year with the the, the whole talk of the NBA was that the Cavs are garbage, and somehow LeBron is willing them to uh to the finals. And so I just don't understand. Like I get it that like it's already boring that the we have to see the Cavs and the Warriors win or play against each other and the Warriors win every year. Like why don't we just seal it up? Let's give LeBron the MVP every year because really he should be the MVP every year. I will say that James Harden had one of the best plus minus numbers while he was on the court in the history of that stat. So Yeah, because he has a supporting cast that doesn't require him to play LeBron 48 was, minutes a game. LeBron was negative. You can only be so valuable. But if you have a negative while you're on the court, that's not good. It's not good. I think he was borrowing some of the other players. The yeah, okay. It all averages out. Um, I'm trying to think. The, the coach for Toronto was the one who won... Uh, coach of the year. Coach of the year. The guy who just got fired. He got fired, and he won coach of the year, and then Detroit picked him up. 
Apparently, it was all awkward on Twitter because both teams congratulated him on <laughs> his coach of the year last night. Um, why didn't Brad Stevens win coach of the year? I don't know. I, I thought that that was probably a better case for it. But being that Toronto was garbage last year, uh, what he did there was was pretty special. Hell, so. you, you can make a case for LeBron to be coach of the year. He had no players, <laughs> just himself and whatever fuckface's name definitely Ty, wasn't. Ty Lue definitely didn't coach. Definitely them. didn't coach very much. And if no. he did, it was probably contributing all those minuses that you've been uh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. I know he coached when uh, they won with David Blatt, the Russian guy or whatever the hell he was from. Hmm. Uh, LeBron was definitely the coach there. Uh, where do you think LeBron's going to go? Because he's got until June 29th, I believe, to opt in or opt out. And he can opt in and do a sign-in trade. He can opt out and go free agency and then sign a bigger contract with Cleveland if he decides to do that. Uh, but opting out would definitely test the free agent market. Opting in would be either sign-in trade or stay in Cleveland and hope that they bring pieces around you. Yeah, um, I drunkenly said on the show last week that he was going to Toronto, and I did that for parody on the show, <laughs> mind you all. That was a sacrifice that I made. But if I'm really guessing where I think he's going to be, I mean, it, it feels like he's going to end up in uh, in L.A., being a Laker, right? That, that seems like the most obvious choice right now. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, it's obviously the number one choice because he does live in L.A., He's comfortable with L.A. That's where his family and his kids grow up. Um, do I think he ends up there this year? No. Uh, it's going to take a lot for them to get him this year because they just don't have anybody there. There's nobody else there other than Kuzma. And then you got, obviously, Lonzo Ball. But that's not enough to entice him to go unless they can get Paul George. Um and bring in another big name. I've heard possibly, possibly if uh, they can get DeMarcus Cousins uh, and Paul George along with LeBron, uh, that's going to be the best way of, of enticing him to go, which I can see. I can see. I know Paul George wants to be back in L.A. Uh, it's where he lives. Will it happen this year? I don't know. I don't know. It's all. It's a lot of money they're going to have to be paying out those guys. So apparently LeBron did a press conference as of maybe today or yesterday and came out of wearing a hat saying there is no magic pill. Hmm. And LeBron has kind of always been the type of guy to drop little hints in what he's wearing. Um, I don't have any examples to cite, but it says, <laughs> it says I hear in this article. Um, that kind of makes me think he might stay in Cleveland. I, that, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be crazy? Well, they're going to have to make some moves. Um, I think the biggest crazy rumor or, you know, not even rumor, just bullshitting and, and just saying whatever's on the top of your head. I saw something where what if Kawhi gets traded to Cleveland for Kevin Love in a first round pick and then DeMarcus Cousins and Paul George decide to join LeBron in Cleveland just to get back at everybody else that they've played against. I was like, hmm. That'd be interesting. That'd be a solid four. I can I can watch that. I can get get with that just to make the East somewhat respectable. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. LeBron has come out and said that he didn't want, didn't want it to be a big circus this time. 
uh, which makes me think it's going to be a huge huge circus. circus. Absolutely. This is going to be like two day event. You're going to get back to back nights and it's going to cliffhanger on the first night. And then primetime Saturday on ABC is going to be the decision part four. I wish they would do like a like a bachelor bachelorette style show, like a like a quick mini series, just like five yes. days long, and you get you get ten teams, and they all compete for LeBron's love. Instead of a rose, you get a basketball. Yeah, to stay, and then it's just down you to the last. A, who get gets a, the last ball? You get a headband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a package of Rogaine. Yes, uh, that'd be awesome. But hey, that's uh, all the random stories we got. Slated at least for now. Ooh, wait, actually, there is one more story I wanted to talk about. Uh, did you hear the story about Janoris Jenkins, the Giants' cornerback? I did not. They found a body Ooh. at his house. He's been in Florida or something uh, at training camp, and they find a body at his house. They said strangulation was the cause of death. Uh, I just got an update on this story. The body found was a identified as a family friend who was living there while he was out of town. That's fucking crazy, dude. You leave town to go to training camp, and some guy fucking dies. Like, what What was this guy doing? Why was he... Did somebody strangle him? Or was he just trying to get that erotic asphyxiation? Is that what it's called? Uh, I wouldn't know. You seem like you might be an expert in it. I don't know. It, but um... uh, I'm not into, like, choking myself. That's for sure. Oh, well. No, no one said you were, but here, here you are denying it, uh, unprompted. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, let's get into first impressions and pick some baseball games so we can uh, change the su- subject on that. Let's do it. All right, our first game is going to come to us via the Royals and the Brewers. For the Royals, we have Mister Danny Duffy on the mound, and for the Brewers, Mister Brent Sutter, uh, Dale. What is your first impression? Don't know either one of these pitchers, but uh, I know Milwaukee's uh, in first place right now, so I'm going to go with the Brewers. And I just like beer. Hey, uh, that's, a, that's a good enough reason for me. I will also take the Brewers. Uh, next game is going to be a Mariners-Orioles game. Hmm. Tyler briefed us on the Mariners come up on the mound tonight for them, or I guess this is Wednesday night. Uh, we've got Wade LeBlanc? Am I saying that right? Sounds right. And Alex Cobb from Baltimore. Uh, Coach, what is your... Nope, not Coach. Not Coach. Dale, first impression. Actually, I get to go first this time. You 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 should go first. I'm I'm going to go first. Hey, why don't you go first? Okay, I'll take the Mariners. (laughs) Oh, well, this is boring, but I'm going to take the Mariners too. Oh, man. I know. I know. Have an opinion. Yeah, I got to pick the best team. All right, the Pirates going to take on the Mets, which should be a real exciting that game. That sounds like a barn burner. We've got Ivan Nova pitching for the Pirates at uh, on the road, and then Z-Man Wheeler from the Mets Z-Man. taking the mound at City Field. Z-Man, good save there. Uh, I like the Pirates a lot. I'm going to take them as the uh, as the road, the road winner here. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Pirates. All right, give me the Mets at home then. Uh, last game, we've got the Indians taking on the Cardinals in St. Louis. This one's at 7.15 tomorrow night. We got Jack Flattery from the Cardinals on the mound and then Shane Bieber for the Indians. Is it Justin's brother? Do you think there's any relation? I have to know to now. To Jay Beebs. 
Jay Biebs? It's 2-0 this season. Hmm. I'm pretty good. Hmm. I'm uh, going to go with the... Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I get to go first this oh, time. Oh, okay. Then go, bitch. I'm f- sir, please, please. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the Cardinals here. Give me Jack Flattery. I'm going to keep it on the uh, the road team. I'm going to go with the Biebs. Well, um, actually, I took the road team there, so you can have the... You said it was in St. Louis. Yeah, I took the Cardinals. That's the home team. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want the Biebs and the road team. Okay, um... Never mind. Okay, so yeah. So you want the Indians. <laughs> yes. Okay. Give me the Biebs. All right. Big well, fan of the Biebs. Well, that was First Impressions. That was First Impressions. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into the nightcap sponsored by the beautiful and delicious Strange Land Brewery. <laughs> there for any occasion. Uh, we are going to talk a story that really, really irked me the uh, when, I, when I heard about it. Um, so James Winston has... Famous James. Famous James Winston, old crab legs himself, has found himself in the news media spotlight once again. And that's not one Doing place... Charity? That's or... not one place James Winston has fared well. He stole crab legs in college. Uh, he was accused of sexual assault in college. He doesn't have a great history when his name comes up in the media. So... The most recent of Jameis's antics is two accusations of groping an Uber driver. Now, the the definition of groping can be widely questionable, but apparently Jameis just decided that it was okay to just reach down and grab the driver's crotch. Now, is that something that you do on a daily basis, Ballad, when you get in an Uber? You're just like, time to grab the crotch. I mean, I grab my crotch every time I get in an Uber. Right. Do that you grab is... your driver's crotch? Uh, if Haley's driving, I would... I would. Uh, I didn't know Haley drove for Uber. Well, learn something new every day. <laughs> so, uh, no, I would not do that. Yeah, dude, this is fucked up. And the NFL suspended Jameis for three games. Now, is this not the same level of suspension worthiness as a domestic assault because in my opinion pretty much trying to rape somebody and just blatantly go and grab their genitals seems like a six game suspension automatically now what is pissing me off is that Zeke Elliott and all these other guys who have charges dropped and all this stuff get six game suspensions because the NFL's like, oh, we're still going to look into it regardless. And on no evidence can suspend you for six games. Well, there's clearly evidence. There's multiple people that were in the Uber with Jameis and he gets a three game suspension. One of the guys in the Uber with him that night was a guy serving 15 years in jail. Apparently he just got convicted to serve 15 years. So he, Jameis is hanging out with good people. He's hanging out with the right crowd. And he's just grabbing pussies. This is ridiculous. And the NFL decides what they want to give to who they want to give the suspension to. And it's fucking bullshit. There's no consistency on any of this. And it's starting to piss me off, man. The NFL is just becoming their own pretty much dictatorship, which is what Roger Goodell wants. And 
this is the reason that Jerry Jones wanted him to out. And I, I don't know, man. I, I want to know what you thought, what your thoughts on this story are because <clears throat> I feel like three games isn't enough for an immature kind of superstar face of this league, and especially for Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it's enough. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I agree with you on that. Like beating a woman is worse or bet like is, is not worse than grabbing her in, in her, uh, in her private parts. I will say, I know what you mean. Um, I, I think that, uh, I, oh, I, I know that the, the Jameis Winston case is still pending, right? It's technically it's all alleged right now. And there's been some new facts that have come out. There's some discrepancies of were there people in the car? Were there not people in Apparently the car? Apparently it was two different rides and one ride. He was by himself. The other ride, he was with two other people. And one of those players was a former teammate at Florida state. And the other guy was the other football player who just got a key or just got charged with 15 years in federal prison. Yeah. So not the best company to be in, obviously. Um, yeah, no, it's bad. I don't think there's any other way to cut it. Um, and yes, yeah, so of course the NFL should get more consistent in how they, uh, duel out these penalties, these suspensions, the, uh, the paying for the crime, but uh, I don't know. I don't really know what could be done uh, other, other than killing Roger Goodell, which I've been advocating for for, for months now. Um, is Silk Road still a website? Uh, we can find a hitman on there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's no good. Um, it's, it's just something's got to change because when you say an automatic six-game suspension for domestic incidents, is this not a domestic incident just because she's not dating Jameis Winston, it's still a sexual crime or a a sexual assault. It's still an assault. And I just think the NFL has no consistency with the suspensions they're handing out um, because Jameis is the face of Tampa Bay and the quarterback, and he's, you know, the young up-and-coming. We'll find out what he actually is in the future, but um, the NFL gives him three games, and because Zeke is playing for the Dallas Cowboys and having the best year of his life, then we're going to just go and suspend him for six games because Roger Goodell doesn't want the Cowboys to succeed. Uh, yeah, something's got to change. That shit pissed me off, but uh, I'll stop venting. No, that's a great way to end the show. Yeah, good way to end the show. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Strangeland Brewery and Mountain Breeze Campground. Ballad, thanks for being here. Uh, show bet right now is sitting at four to two. And With a man on third. Man on first and third for the Diamondbacks. Paul Goldschmidt, Texas State, eat him up, cast, sitting on third base. Uh, we'll update you guys on the show bet coming up in the amateur hour. Stick around for that coming up on Friday. Coach, congratulations once again. See you next week. Chad, don't know if we'll see you next week or not, but we'll be here. Ballad, appreciate you pressing buttons over there, man. Till next week. That's it for the pro show. I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. We're the Sports Buzz, and we are out. Good Lord, put on some pants. <laughs>